Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech Five. Do you actually have a, a home in London? I don't. I, I've got some great friends that have kind of adopted me. Oh, okay. um, and I, I kind of have a home in Sydney, but I really, for the last two years, I haven't been home for more than sort of 20 or 30% of the year. So one of my plans for this year is to get a home. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say home, would Sydney be home then to you? Yeah. I mean, I have an apartment in Sydney and you know, we have a team there. But um, I've spent much more time away, uh, Europe and the U.S., and more time in Europe than anywhere else. I think for the last, certainly last the last twelve months. That's a that's a weird way to start an interview, but to ask you where you consider home. That's, <laughs> for you, that's well, applicable, though. I, I consider anywhere I am to be home. Aw, that that can that'd make a good T-shirt. I like that. I should do that. That would be that'd be perfect. We're recording by the way. So it's okay. a perfect way to start. <laughs> I'm really lucky. I've got a lot of good friends everywhere in the world now. I mean, that's the most amazing thing about sort of this startup experience. And so kind of does feel like home wherever you have some community. I think that makes a big difference. And I'm a bit of a gypsy. So I always want to be somewhere else. <laughs> It is kind of weird, the different people I talk to in this space, the the number of them that I would consider to be a world citizen is the term I always use, you know, yeah. that live in multiple countries, that travel consistently, that have worked in multiple countries, you know, and I think that is one of the questions I always ask them is, where's home, you know, and just the way the world is today, I guess. Yeah, I think, well, first of all, technology flattens the world. One of the things that I notice working around um, data and security and identity is that we're starting to have these polar opposites between the Europeans kind of fighting for the rights of citizens and the current administration in the United States sort of pulling back a lot of things that are in service of citizen, whether or not that's around privacy or environment or financial protection. And so, you know, and, and I'm leaving out sort of Middle East and Asia because obviously there are all sorts of things bubbling there. But in the so-called developed world, I think it's really, it's a bit schizophrenic because what is, you know, moving into regulation in one part of the world is kind of the antithesis in the other. And that this idea of being a world citizen, you know, it, it's also about understanding these, I don't know, it's kind of the splinter that's happening and how that, you know, impacts, you know, all sorts of things human rights, technology, access to services. Um, and, you know, I know because I travel a lot, I notice those differences. That was a, that was a good little segue to talk about your company, Mika. So, yeah. Yeah, you might have done this a few times. So, good job. So, <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you go ahead. What is Miko? So Miko is a dual-sided personal data platform. It enables you and I to manage our identity and personal data and share it with people and organizations that we trust. And on the other side is we work with enterprise and government and businesses, communities to 
uh, develop an ethical approach to the way they collect and manage and use data um, with the view to developing more personalised services or or helping people, um, customers, through the use of their data. You know, we have a vision for everyone on the planet to get equity and value in exchange for the information they share. And so with the advance of AI and all kinds of amazing things in technology, you know, we feel there's never been a more important time for you and I as individuals to be part of the value that's created. You, you had a great quote in an interview once that said, I'm constantly surprised at how many people don't realize the impact data has on their lives and how data has not only become a valuable form of currency, but almost like our DNA. And I like that last part because yeah. it is, is it not? I mean, in this day and age. Yeah. Look, I, I think this is, you know, Sam, this is becoming so true, you know, by the day is that we're developing this digital shadow. So, so that we have our physical DNA, you know, that, that determines us as unique humans. And then we have this digital DNA or this digital shadow, which is fast becoming as easy to identify as our physical DNA. And I think that's the thing that most people don't understand is the implications of what that means. And so, you know, I, I don't think we're at a point in the evolution of society for us to say, okay, we're going to stop, you know, we, we're just going to turn off the technology. That's not going to happen. Information is designed to flow. But what we've got to do is we need to reassess the contract that we have in society. Um, we need to rethink how data is collected, stored, used, accessed, because fairly soon, um, digital me will be the mirror of physical me and I'm not sure that we've secured the right kind of digital rights as we have currently in the physical world. Yeah, it's funny. We spend so much of our lives, you know, online and connected. And you just proved it because you had literally five alerts and oh, notifications. No. <laughs> no, no, I'm laughing because it's perfect, right? I mean, but that's that's reality. We, we live... <laughs> <laughs> ping pong ding you know i love all the different sounds you have enabled um but it's funny i mean that's that is reality right the number of yeah. notifications the connections yeah. i mean i see that all the time you and i have yet i'm trying to think if this is true yeah we've never i don't think been in the same room yet yeah, no we've, we've never physically other. met I, yeah. I think um copenhagen's going to be the first time yeah but like it's weird because you know we've had this you know developing relationship over the last couple of years and I feel like I know you and, you know, I yeah. see your image in social media or I read an article that you're involved with or we've spoken, you know, on the phone or Skype or whatever. And, you know, it's every bit as real as, um, you know, working with somebody in the same office. It's the same thing. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, um, you know, I'm a consultant like, you know, you used to be back in the day. And, you know, my teams for the most part are virtual. And yeah. you know, there are, I have managed people, you know, where I've written their evaluations and all that great stuff. And I'm trying to think, I've got about four or five I've never met, but wow. I've known, but I've known for years. I know the yeah. quality of their work. You know, it's like you said, it's, it's that, um, I like that digital shadow that leads to some great imagery. Um, all right, we're up against this short form interview. So last minute, <laughs> this is the rapid fire start. So Don't here's the funny part. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Oh, started. I know. But, data. <laughs> but here we go. You're right. So this is the funny part. So again, yeah. take into account, you and I have never physically been in the same room. So here we go. 
What's your yeah. What's your favorite color? Red. See, I know that because <laughs> even though we've never been in the same room, I've seen a million images, and you're always in red and black. Always <laughs> in red and black. I already knew the answer to that. <laughs> what's your favorite place to live? Now, we've already established that you're in London right now, and you've been in Sydney, but you've worked everywhere. What's your favorite place? Let's go say well, holiday. Let's go with holiday. Oh, okay. Holiday. Mm, wow. Mm, that's so hard. It depends what mood I'm in. Um, look, I, an easy one is Italy because, you know, who could not love Italy? You know, whether it's <laughs> food, or the sunshine or the ocean or the countryside or the colors. So, so if right now I could just transport myself off for, you know, a completely indulgent weekend, then yeah, Italy would be on that list for sure. That's a good, that's a good one. All right. And last one, the favorite pair of shoes you own. Oh no, that's impossible. Okay. I knew that one because the first time I ever talked to you, you were in a pair of, um, Stilouette shoes in London in a rainstorm. Remember? (laughs) (laughs) And you were hiding under a red umbrella, by the way, uh, underneath an awning. And we did an interview that way. Gee, I don't know. That is such a tough question. We'll leave okay. that. We'll leave that one for the next interview. How's that? We'll come. We'll yeah. do a whole interview. Yeah. On the I, importance. I, I can. I can think of a top ten, so <laughs> I can start to think about. <laughs> that's a, that's that's the next interview. Top ten pair of shoes. All right. Where's the best place to learn more about Miko? Online. Um, <laughs> Miko dot me. Um, but I, the best place to learn about Miko is talking to some of our people, talking to our team, and. We have people now in Australia, we have one person in Israel, we have a couple of people in the US, we have a couple of people in the UK, and as of next week, we'll have uh, one of our teams moving to Berlin. So I, I think the best way, obviously, you know, there's all our social media accounts and there's our website, talking to humans and understanding the profound impact that empowering people with their data, you know, what changes and what's possible. I think it's about starting the conversation and all of us on the team would you know, love to talk to anyone that's interested in having that conversation. Excellent answer. All right. Thank you so much for the time. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Sam.